reason we're doing this topic is Lag Boimer is coming up. And Lag Boimer is a day which is very clearly associated with the Rashbi, with the Shimon Bayakoi. So there are many reasons why Lag Boimer is a day of Simcha. It's interesting. Most of them aren't associated with Rib Shimon. Shulchan Aruch and Simen Tov Gimel writes that you could shave and let Boima Shoimrim Shaposka Hamagefo. So, as you see in the background, I'm not really at home right now. I'm actually in the house of our dear friend Moshe Kesselman, who works in Meridian. And I am presently in his house because I'm giving a shear shortly in a shul in Efrat. So why is Lag Ba'oymer a special day? Shachanoch writes, Paskolamus, the plague was over Lag Ba'oymer. And the Me'iri is the very first source in Yavam HaSamech Beis. Nechido, Sefer Moira Be'etzber writes, this is the day in which Rebbe Kiva was Saimech, the five giants, his five later Talmidim, Rabbi Seinush Bedorim. But most of the sources say, this is Yoimed the Hilula, the Rashbi, this is the day in which Rebbe Shimon Be'yechoi Olo Besaira Hashemayma. And whatever we have about Teres Asaid, about Kabbalah, is based on the Zayar. So, on one hand, Reb Shimon was one of the greatest Tanoim. Reb Shimon appears in every other Mishnah in Shas. On the other hand, one could say he's the father of Torah Sakabola, of the Zayar. So, I think it was most appropriate when Reb Shlomo asked me what I speak about the interface between Kabbalah and Halacha. And what is the significance of Kabbalistic sources in Halacha? Let us start off with the Mishnah Bruder's Semachofei Membeis. The Mishnah Bruder follows in the footsteps of the Mughal Avram, Sivkot Nechof, who actually quotes the Knesset HaGadayla. So I would like to have the Mishnah Bruder on the screen. Chof hei mem beis. In my Maramakoimis, it's the very first one. Oh, here we are. Here we are. So the Mishnah Bura writes five kolim bekitzon nimrats. And there seem to be some contradictions between one kolal and the other. So the topic here. And soon we will get to the topic <coughs> is do we put on Tfilin Shayad seated or standing? Most of the poets can say standing. What's the difference between Shayad and Shalrash? However, Alpikabola, some say Shalyad, you need to put on seated. A few minutes. On number two, Kosovo Knesset Zagdoyle Bekloli Apoiski. Kol Dov 
‫פעני הקבולה וזה יכול כמה ‫מגמורה והפויסקם הלך ‫אחרי הגמורה והפויסקם. ‫רול נאמבר וואן. ‫כשאין יש קונטרדיקשן ‫בין ניגלה וניסטר, ‫ניגלה always has the upper hand. ‫כשאין יש גמורה נגד זייר, ‫או פויסקם נגד בעלי קבולה, ‫אנחנו always adhere the תורס הניגלה ‫to הלוחה, ‫אוברייז קבולה. ‫רול נאמבר טו. מיהו? אם בעלי קבולה מחמירים, יש להחמיר גם כן. אם על פי קבולה הוא יישוד בי מחמיר, then הוא יישוד בי מחמיר. סורס נאמר 3. אף על פי שנזכה בקבולה, אין אנו יכולים לחוף ולנהיג קיים. So if there's no halachic source, only קבולה, you cannot impose קבולה on people. You could recommend, מינס פסידס, cannot impose. Source number four. ודין שאין מוסקה בהפך בשעס הפויסקים, יש לילך אחר דברי קבולה. If something is found in קבולה, and it doesn't contradict the halachic principle, יש לילך אחר דברי קבולה. Does rule number four contradict rule number three? Rule number three also deals with a situation in which בואי הוסקה בגמורה ובפויסקים. And rule number three says we cannot impose. How does that fit in with rule number four? Din she'ein muska ve'epach b'shas ve'poiskim yesh leilach achar divrei kabon. Rule number five, gam b'mukam she'esh plukta b'en ha'poiskim divrei kabon yachriyu. And if there's disagreement among the poiskim, two different opinions, and there is no hachroa, Could that be imposed or just a recommendation? There are two ways to reconcile rule number three, four, five. So let me share with you my personal opinion. There are two different types of rulings that we find in Kabbalah. Sometimes we find Hanhogas in Kabbalah, which clearly don't belong to the realm of Halacha. But Alpi Kabbalah, this is the right thing to do. But the Mekabbalim had no intention of saying this is Halacha. It's not a Halacha. It cannot be a Halacha. And I want to give two examples. Semen Reish Lamed Ches. It's not on my source sheet. I did not see it on your source sheet. If we could fetch it, Matoiv. If not, I'll just share with you what's there. Reish Lamed Ches Be'er Hetev. It's in every Mishnah Brura. If we can have the beginning of Reish Lamed Ches and Mishnah Brura, probably we'll have the Be'er Hetev. So the Be'er Hetev brings from the Ari 
that by night you don't learn Torah Shabbat only Torah Shabbat Peh. That was never meant to be a halacha. One of the first pedic of Sefi Yoshua, the Navi says, Day and night is fitting for Kol Atayr Kulo. So this was never meant to be a halacha. Here we are. Reish Lamet Ches, Sif Cotton Bays. We need to turn one page. Here we are. Second line, also brought in Mishnah Baruch. But the early source is the Be'er Hatev. Five words. And the source is the Riyakosh. So this is an example of something that we find in Kabbalah, but it was never mean, meant to be Allah. So this cannot be imposed. Example number two. Mogan Avram. Semachofalaf Sif Cotton Bays. Mogan Avram quotes Daria Kodesh. Daria Kodesh says, one should sleep with tzitzis. And one should wear tzitzis even by night. Mogan Avram disagrees. The Chazonish did not sleep with tzitzis. Many Chazidim are matbit to wear tzitzis even when they sleep. So the Riyad Kodesh definitely didn't mean to paskin al piyallacha that you need to wear tzitzis by night because it goes against the Mishnah and the Brahisa. There is no Mrs. Tzitzis by night. But according to the Ari, the Kedusha of Tzitzis and the Oyrois of Tzitzis are important by night. So I brought two examples of Divir Kabbalah, which were never meant to be Allah. And I think in those cases, the Knesset Zagdara says, you cannot impose Kabbalah. However, as we will see just in a few minutes, many times the Zayr rules about questions that are broadly discussed in here we are. Kizveari and he brings in his interesting raya from Mayat Kotten, from Menachis. Menachis Mem Gimel, Chazal say, Dovid HaMelech, went into the Beis HaMerchatz, and he saw that he's naked, and he said, Oili Shani Oru Mena Mitzvahs. No tzitzis, no tefillin, no mezuzah. When he remembered Bris Mila, so the Riyakodesh asked, well, by night, 
no tzitzis, no tefillin. So why didn't he have this same dilemma every night? So the Rekosh wants to prove he wore tzitzis by night. Interesting. Mughal of Rome disagrees. Beisiyasif writes, Loi suman ha mishayik pedal zemiyayla. So this definitely isn't the Psak Aloha of the Dari, but rather an hug. On the other hand, in a few minutes, we will see the Zayr about Tferen Chalamoy, which is a huge halachic dilemma. So when the Knesset Zagdoyle says, we cannot impose Kabbalah, maybe he means Kabbalistic rulings that are not in the realm of Allah. But when we find halachic ruling in the Zayar or in the Ari, that has halachic significance and it could be imposed. That was my halagosha. However, when I really learned the Knesset Agdaila in its basic source, I saw that the Knesset Agdaila goes far beyond that. And what he argues is, we never could compose Kabbalah, no matter what the nature of that Kabbalistic ruling is. Kabbalah is in the realm of the Yochid. We cannot impose Kabbalah. And all the other rules that the Knesset Zegdala writes, quoted by the Mishnah Bruda, are voluntary. If a person wants to be these are the rules. Gemara and Pais overrides we follow Kabbalah. When there's a Machlaikas, Kabbalah But all that is voluntary. It's not up to the Beisden to decree. And now we will see there definitely are exceptions. So I would like to go over to the first source in your it's not mine, Simen Chafhei Beis Yosef. Do we make one bracha or two brachas on the tefillin? Chafhei Beis Yosef. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> So that's a machlekes rifan rambam in one hand. The rosh and the tulah on the other hand. Svarda make one bracha. Beis Yosef follows the rambam. Ashkenazim follow the rosh. Two brachas. Ha'ogu. We just move left. Kosa v'zeh l'shoinoi. V'aniyem achaba metzosi v'sefer azoi apashas pinchas. Ma'amed d'reb shemichu idena v'orach al-shneim el-abroch achas. V'zeh l'shoinoi. Omer Epshimen, Tfilin in an Almoy. 
לקבל זוכר, ותפילין דדרו, שמאלו, עליבי לקבל שומר. מה הזוכר ושומר בדבריך? נאמרו, הפוכר ברוכה אחס לתרוויו. ואני תמדתי על הנה רב רבי יכול כן הרב שמא ויכוי. אם הויר שידעו מה אומר זה, מכל מקום הוא אלה נהגו לבוא לשתיים. So the other writes, I wonder, who could argue against Rav Shemin? And then the Bishwes writes, איני יודע למה תמי על זה. יויסם מקמדין עם שמצאונו שחוסר Rav Shemin יכול בספר הזה, הפך ממסכונת לתלמודו, ואין הפוסקים כויסם אלא מסכונת לתלמודו. אפילו היו יודעים דברי Rav Shemin יכול, לא היה וחי שלהם, במקום דפלג התלמוד דידן. So this is fascinating. In our halacha, the Bessias of Wonders, why is the Oga surprised that we don't pass in accordance to the Zaya? This is common practice. We follow the Paiskin. We don't follow the Zaya. And the reason the Bessias of Paiskins when we make one brocha is not because of the Zaya. But because the Bishya Yosef always follows the footsteps of the Rambam and the Rif. Rishon is Farad. So let's just bear in mind and remember this Bishya Yosef. He's aware of the Zoya, but he writes, we paskin in accordance to the Paiskin, not necessarily in accordance to the Zoya. Now we move over to Simon Lamed Aleph and Bishya Yosef. Does one put on tefillin chalamoid? So we read the tour. Shabbos v'yam tevlav v'an tefillin havin. Cholish shul moed yesh mistap kemboi. Imuzman tefillin v'menichan v'loi brocha. V'adoyni v'yarash v'menichan v'mevorech aleyhem. Machlaikis rash v'an rash. What is the rationale of the machlaikis? Shabbos v'yam tevlin You don't put on tefillin because Shabbos and Yom Tev are ois and ois. And if you put on tefillin Shabbos and Yom Tev, you are belittling the chashivas of Shabbos and Yom Tev. Shabbos and Yom Tev are an ois and they don't need an additional ois. And the Rajma and the Rash disagree whether Chalamoid is an ois or not. And the tour brings them a chlekes. And the tour, as usually, follows in the footsteps of his great father. Let's scroll down. The Bishyosef is already highlighted. וכן כוסף מורדוידי רבי יצחוק קרלו בתשובו, המאמר ההוא איסאי, זוהר שיר השירים, ומאחר שבתלמוד הדידן לא נסבעת בין זה בפירוש, מי ערב לב הרגשס לאפר בקום ועשה על דברי שמחוי, המפליג כל כך באיסור הנחוסה. So here, the reason the Bessios of Paskins in accordance not to put on tefillin, is definitely because of the Zoya. 
So the Bishesif doesn't quote the Loshan of the Zayar, but the Zayar is very harsh. And the Zayar writes, somebody puts on Tefillin, Kalamoid Chayv Misa. Let's have a look at the Shulchan Aruch. So what do we find in Shulchan Aruch? Shabbos v'yam tevos alaniyach tefillin mepnei she'amats ma'mois. Ve'im enichem be'mois acher, hoya zilzela ois shalahem. Ve'chalamoid gam ken oso laniyach tefillin menatam eze ba'atzmoi. Oso laniyach tefillin. Deramo, yesh amrim she'chalamoid chayim v'tefillin. Derosh, chenahagam bekol gelilo se'elu anichem be'moine ve'labor chalei. And the reason the Besides of Paskins also is the Zoyar. Interesting. In the previous discussion, one brocha, two brochas, the Besides of Paskins. According to Rambam, doesn't really base his psaq on the Zaya. In this case, all about the Zaya. And the Ramon, on the other hand, says, we don't pass him in accordance to the Zaya. Only the Poiskin. I heard when I connected that you were dealing with Sima Kufnamana. Let's have a look at Kufnamana. Kufnamalev, the discussion is, does the Eulen Etoyer read together with the Shliach Tzibur or not? Does he read together with the Shliach Tzibur or not? Once again, this is a big discussion in the Paiskim that is shining. Some argue, do we have Kufnamalev? Shlomi, do you recall? Do we have Kufnam Aleph? We very much do. Um, so now the question is, do we have it only in the Rubs? You're looking for the Beis Yosef of the Maria Buav? Then we yeah, have, so let's go to my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then go, go to number my, six in... in number six go to my in the uh, Rubs Mar Mekoymas. Yes, number five. Number five. Uh, six in the Madura comments, number six. The Rav added one. Um, or, I don't know, Rabbeinus added one here. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Then it'll be six and seven, yeah. No, no, no we're, in, we're in, in the wrong, you're on the wrong file there. Tweet to the Rav's master, the one that you said you have the second one. You're in the wrong file. My mama Kermis is not Sula Sadaf. Right, it's a... Uh, it's a word file, not a PDF. I have it. I have to, have to get my computer to cooperate. Okay. Okay. okay uh, so, so, so uh, should I just explain about uh, we'll explain it. Come on in a second. Here it is. We got it. Okay. Here we are. Here we are. It's number Here number six. Um, I think Beshaisif. It's a long tutut of Isaiah right there in the middle. Uh, the next one, next page. There you go. Here we are. So the question is, is the oil of the Torah, does he read together with the Balkaira? Rabbeinu agodl ma'ya buhav, kosav. Shemati shekosav b'sefer azoyah she'ein likrois klal, elo echod. 
וראוי לחוש לדבריו. אם האמת הוא כך, שאני לא ראיתי את כוסר, אלו ששמעתי. מריה בוהב heard this as I have, but he says, I didn't say it. But if it's true, then we should adhere to the Zayar. Right? I found it. In Parshas V'yakel. V'osel amikabil raisa barachad bilchodohi. V'shakin v'shamen milo mepumei. Only one person reads in the Torah, and all the others are quiet and listen. Kilu kiblin lo haishat amatula v'sinai. I need to imagine We're hearing Koyl Hashem in Har Sinai. And the one that reads, somebody needs to stand next to him, and he is quiet. So the Zohar is very adamant. And the disease of Parsons in accordance to the Zohar, as we see in source number seven. However, the disease towards the end of that paragraph makes some sort of a compromise, and he says, maybe even according to the Zohar, the Euler could read, but he needs to read quietly. And therefore, the Shechano of Paskins why do we need to make pshores three lines from the baron So the Dakamashu writes, why do we need Pshoros? We adhere to the Poiskim. So we already have two sources in which The Beis Yosef rules according to the Zoyar, and the Ramah says, no, the Zoyar has no alochic significance, only Poisk. And that is the Mercedes of Ashkenaz. At this stage, I would like to go over, I think it's at the end of my source sheet, the Marashal and the Benish Chai. Could we scroll down? We have the Marashal source of Daf. If, uh, if that's uh, better, um, Dr. Rav? Same. Same. Okay. okay. So leave it here. Feig, leave it here. Number 11. <laughs> דא אהובי, חדוש מקורב בו ורויצם ליאס מקחתם מקובורם ומדור שנעלומם ומחלו שער האויס לא יביטו באור הזוי ולא יעידו מיצור ומבוי וכוונו זוי אלה שכך מצאו בספר רשבי. Now, let me give you a short introduction about the marshal. 
First of all, the Marshal was a real Ashkenazi Kanoi. And he always uses harsh language. That's the nature of the Marshal. There's an amazing shuva. We're not going to have it on our screen. I'm just sharing it with you. Somebody asked the Kasha and the Marshal from the Rajbo. And then Ashba was 400 years before the Marshal. And the Noidi Buda writes, I wonder, you don't know who you're dealing with. Who else would dare to write? Rabbeinu Tam was far greater than the Rambam. Could anybody else dare to write a line like that? That's what the Marshal writes. Did you put them both to test? You gave them a p'china? You gave the Rambam a p'china, Rabbeinu Tam a p'china? How do you dare to write that Rabbeinu Tam was greater than the Rambam? But that's the Marshal. That is the Marshal. So here, the Marshal writes harsh language about people that want to be the Kabbalim and they think they know what they're talking about. Da'ahuvi. Wow. He writes, if Reb Shimon himself would come to my Bismedrish, I would disregard him. I wouldn't listen to him. Wow. So the Marshal writes, we don't put Aunt Phil and Chalamoid. I agree with the Bishyosef, but not because of the Zoyal, but because of the Rashbo. And we paskin like the Rashbo. The last five lines. We don't care about the Zoyal. Only Poiskin. So the Marshal coincides with the Ramah. But the Ramah was the gentle one. The Ramah would never use this language. You know, the Marshal and the Ramah were Ashkenazim. But the Marshal attacks the Ramah a lot. And the Ramah always answers the Sofa Bruro Veneimo. So the Marshal and the Ramah were two giants, contemporaries, totally different nature. The Ramah is always the gentle one. And the Marshal is fire and brimstone, always. Rav Po'olim, Rabbi Yosef Chaim in Baghdad, one of the later Sephardi giants in Kabbalah and in Alokha. In the introduction to the Shara Shetuvah's Rav Po'olim, wow, he writes very angry, angrily about the Marshal. And I don't know how he dared, but let's read some of this. You know, this is just his history. I think it's important for Tormida Chachon to know our Gedolim, to know their sprach, to know their personalities, and some history. This is not really Lambdas, but history. Wow. 
הגאון ההוא חשב כאילו אחד מרחמי הדור שלו. ומשל פורט, he's dealing with a contemporary, שיאוי מלפונה וצווח, שכוסר במוי רש ואוי מלפונה וצווח, ולשאר סמינוי, לא אשכחי למי. וכל הלוי הפליטס כל מסיפורת מצבוי סגון, הנזכן נבהל מראויס, מירתא כולי גופי, וגרם לו כל זה מפני שראה את עצמו, ולא ראה מה למעלה ממנו. ומשל סור אמסלף, ואני לא ראיתי משהו גרוע ממנו, איך זה חי דיר להתרגל את זה למשל? חוסר שיר גלגל חמה זה לא יכול לומר כל הכל של תחסנו אין אודם, משהו בוא נצא תחתנו. ואם היו סגון הניס כבוקר בחדר כל התלמד, שוכח במכילס כבוי דמם על התלמד שאומרו, אם נשענים כמלוכם, אונו כבני אודם. In reality, I don't see in whatever the Mashal writes a פגיעה in רבשים ובייחוי. Not at all. I don't know why the Benish Chai is so angry. I don't know. The Marshal wants to make a point clear. Ain halocha ki divrei azoya. Ain lano elo divrei agamora vapoiski. And that's why he writes, if Reb Shivan himself would come to the base of Medrash, we would ask him, which Reb Shivan are you? The Reb Shivan of the Mishnah? or the Rabbi Shimon of the Zoyar. If you are the Rabbi Shimon of Rabbi Zoyar, then Eilano Eledivya Poiske. So that is the Mesodas Ashkenaz. So this is really fascinating read. Askins in accordance to the Zoyar, the Mashal says, got it right, but not because of the Zoyar, because of the Rasbo and the Benish Chai. Now, I got before um, the Rav moves on. If I can ask as a member of Musgar, we all noticed that you pronounced it Atana Eleki, which is not the way the Elam is uh, Nayheg to use this between. I'll tell you, I think Atana Elekai is awful. And it's, you know, people have good intentions. You don't become an Apakoida so easy, it's quite hard. But Hatano Elokai, there is only one Elokai. Echad Yochad Emiyuchad. Elokai means that he has Elokus. So that's a wrong pronunciation. You never say Hatano Eloha. There is only one Eloka. And that is a Kodesh Bochu. When you say Hatano Eloki, means that he is, he is great. He has Kedushas Ashkino. So I think it's a mistake to say Ha'elokai, as most people say. And the reason they say that is because it rhymes. Atano Elokai, Reb Shimon Bar Yochai. But I think it's wrong to pronounce it Atano Elokai. It's rather Atano Elokai. And it rhymes with Reb Shimon Bar Yochai. No? Isn't that the real way to pronounce his name? In any case? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Ashkenazim say Yehoi, but the Sephardim say Yochai. But anyway, so let's go back now to Yoradeya, and this is fascinating. So, so is it possible the Rav Pa'olam was just writing from a, a Sephardish tradition 
didn't take the mashal with the same uh, the covered as as Ashkenazim do. The rabbi asked the question but didn't left it hanging. Why would the, yeah. the, the I, I for some reason? Listen, the mashal always uses extreme language. As I said, you know, we always that is the mashal. You know. The Marshal writes that Gedoyal Ashkenaz were far greater than all the Gedoyal the Misfad and Abed Utam was bigger than the Rambab. Nobody else would write that. Nobody else would write that. That, that is the Marshal. But I really don't see in what the Marshal wrote it's extreme language. But he got the Benishcha infuriated. But fundamentally, Mesiris Ashkenaz and Mesiris Fad. The Mesiris of Svarad starts with the Bish Yosef. And as we saw in today's year, the Bish Yosef bases many rulings on the Zayar. And in both halachas we learn today, that Amo disagrees with the Zayar. So the Mesiris of Ashkenaz is Gemora and Pais. There is no room for Kabbalah in halachic ruling. But the Bish Yosef and all Gedele Svarad following the Bish Yosef say there definitely is room in a logic ruling for the Zoyer and from Kabul. The last source in today's sheet I would go over in my source sheet, Yoredea Simisamache, I think it's eight and nine or nine and 10. And this is also- oh, Hold the rub goes here a day. So do we have a, a, in your understanding, when, uh, the basis have decided to be mitic. Is there a, is there a understanding a theory when he decided to be mitic desire and when not? There must be other cases of desire and Allah. These twenty eight, the entire halachic holding of the Zaira kadesh or the basis have picked and choosed. What's happening here? We will see as we move forward and many other sources. I don't have a very, very clear-cut explanation that covers all. You know, in the tshuva that I wrote, I wrote Chav Ches Mekoyres. But since then, it mushroomed to Lamed Gimel Mekoyres. Gal Ainai Babitun Aflois Mitoyrosecho. It's not something I will try to summarize today, maybe next week. But we did have some fascinating discussions today. And I would like to finish off with Yoredea because it comes with a story. Yoredea Simasamachei Beis Yosef. My source sheet. Could we have it on the screen? It's coming up. Yes. Number uh, three. It's I number, think it's nine. Yeah, it's toward the end. It's number nine. Once it's a small uh, base Yosef. Oh, no, yeah. the other one. Yeah. We'll have the base Yosef and the dark emotion. No, no, it's in it's in the other one of three. The word the word file, not the PDF. Right. Hey, okay, hold on. Uh, the Rav can start explaining the background. He's going to put it up in a second. Take okay. There's a machlokes Reb Yudav and Reb Shimon and a brayse brought in Psochim Dachov Beis. Writes the Bais Yosef, Kosovar Ashbo. Yesh Marabboi say Shomru Shagid Osavanon, Vyesh Marabboi say Matirim Oisoy, Vechein Nera, Vechein Nahago. Miu, Besefer Azoya, Pansus Vishlech Nera, 
שיגידו עשה בנו, ולכן טוב לזוהם. So here once again the Bishesef doesn't rule according to the Zoyam, Toiv Lezor. And the Darker Moshe is perplexed. Any maven devorov. Kishumati kibal sefer Zoyer hustam Reb Shimon Amuska betalmud. Shu Reb Shimon Bayechoi. Vohu palagim oi betalmud shalano. Reb Yehuda matir banoa. And Reb Yehuda ve'Reb Shimon alochi ke Reb Yehuda k'moshe kazvo apois k'vim ken ein raim sefer Zoyer l'inyan elchazer. כן נראה לי, וכן כוסר רבי יוסף עצמו באורח חיים סמכופי, what does he mean אורח חיים סמכופי? that we don't pass in accordance to the Zoyam, but he doesn't quote אורח חיים למד אלף, אורח חיים קוף ממלך, and who is if does pass in accordance to the Zoyam, but the cash of the dark emotion is huge. this is a מחלוקת של יהודה ורב שמן, הלוכי כרב יהודה, so what do you want to prove from the Zoyam? So here it tells in the name of the Sahmer Rebbe, the Divrei Yoyal. The Divrei Yoyal said, Reb Shimon and the Zoyal is after 13 months in the cave. Sham Lomet Sisrei Teiro. So Reb Shimon and the Zoyal has more weight than Reb Shimon and the Bryce. I wonder, I wonder, Shabbos Teflam and Gimel is the story of Reb Shimon. And the entirety of Shas Bavli Yerushalmi, the story of Reb Shimon, the Romans were after him. He fled from the Romans and he spent 13 years, 12 plus another one, in the cave with Reb Eloza Benoi. The story is told in Shabbos Lam and Gimel. And the Gemara says, Reb Shimon before hiding in the cave, he was the son-in-law of Pinchas ben Yor. Reb Shimon asked the question, Reb Pinchas ben Yor said, 12 Teruzi. After coming out of the cave, Reb Pinchas ben Yor was the one that asked the question, and Reb Shimon responded with 24 Teruzi. So obviously, what Reb Shimon and Abeloza did in the cave is not only learn Zoya. They learned Nigla, as obvious from the story told in Shabbos Lam Gimalam and Beis. Would it be possible to have the Tanya on the screen? Would it at all be possible? Because I didn't have it in my mind. But anyway, I want you to check Tanya. Igeres HaKodesh Aschavav. An amazing Tanya. Tanya writes that Reb Shimon and Reb Lozabano in the cave went over Shisha Sidra Mishnah. There are thousands of memoram of Reb Shimon and Shisha Sidra Mishnah. Not hundreds. Far more than a thousand. And the Tanya writes, the Zayar and the Tekurim took them two or three months. That's a shocker. I think he's exaggerating. But the Tani was a giant in Kabbalah. And he writes the Zoya, that took them two or three months, not 13 years. So anyway, I don't think this would explain and resolve the dark and malicious cash. But 
what I think is is not only about Reb Shemen, vice versa, or the others. I think the Besaysef puts great emphasis on Kabbalah. So as long as the Machlaikas Reb Yudah Reb Shemen is a halachic Machlaikas, halachic Reb Yudah. But if Reb Shemen weighs in Alpi Kabbalah, that has added value. Because according to the Bishyais of Kabbalah is of extreme importance and significance. But let me make an interesting note in Simen Samachei Even though in the Bishyais, if he writes Yeshli Zohar, in the Shechanoach he paskins, Gidar Nasha, Mutaban and in the Shechanoach he does not write Yeshli Zohar. So the Bess Yosef is extremely nuanced. And in our next session, we will really try to forge some opinion. So when does the Bess Yosef follow Kabbalah all the way? When is it a recommendation? When does he ignore Kabbalah? But Gideonosh is an extremely interesting example. It's a machlaikis Rebbe Yudah Rebbe Shemim Balochik Rebbe Yudah. That's the question of the Ramah. But the Besayisif writes Yeshli Zohar. So my approach is the feeling of the Besayisif is not Zohar against Poiskin. It's Kabbalah against Allah. And the Besayisif's opinion is Kabbalah has significance. So as long as the Machlokes Reb Yudah Reb Shimon is in Brisa, and it's a halacha dika Machlokes halacha Reb Yudah, but if Reb Shimon weighs in in Zoyer al Pikabona, that's different. Yeshli Zoyer, but it still doesn't change halacha, and that's why in Shulchan Aruch he paskins Gidonoshemuta Banoa, and he doesn't even write Yeshli Zoyer. So this is an interesting source, Yeredeya Samachay. So today we started off with the Mishnah Brur, with the rules, the Knesset, the five rules. And the specific halachas we discussed, one brochar, two brochas, Tfilin Chalamoyed, reading together with the Balkaira, and Gidanosh, four specific sources we dealt with at greater length. And the rest of the Shmaya will be next week. Let me just share a very, very short support about Lagboima. Shulchan Aruch writes, Why is Lagboima Yom Simcha Pasko Melamus? The plague was over. And I say, why was the plague over? It's very well known that Son Salanta says that the 48 Kimyone Torah, Pedagabab of Avais, coincide with the 49 days of Sfirah. And Abisol demanded from his Talmidim each and every day to work on one of the Kimyone Torah. The Chidusharim said the same before him. 
And I think Rabbi Kiva knew the same side and his Talmidim did the same. So if you count Kinyone Torah from number one, number 32 is Oyeve Sabriois. 32nd day of Svira, Talmidim Rabbi Kiva invested energy and they worked on Ava Sabrius. Lamad Gimel Boimah, the plague was over. But that was the Tikkun. Number 32 in the list of Kinyana Torah Ava Sabrius. Day number 33, the plague was finally over. So the schus of the Tana will akira b'shimon b'yechoi. Yamid lona v'lakoli sol. We should share the service service. And I want to take this opportunity. I forgot to do it at the beginning of the shir to be Menachem, our dear friend, the Pesach later, Reichel, the passing of... Uh, his, mother, of his, his mother-in-law, Shviger. Of his mother-in-law. She should be a Melis Yosef of the entire family. We should only share the status status. Okay, Rabbi